Hello and welcome back to the Talking Wolves podcast. My name is Matt Cooper and as always I'm joined by three wonderful guests. We'll start with the most wonderful Dave. Dave, how are you doing mate? <laughs> I'm very well, thank you. Sorry Finn, sorry Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely gutted. <laughs> Finn, how are you doing mate? Am I second? Oh great, yeah, I'm, I'm alright, yeah. thank you. <laughs> good. And uh, by last but no means least, Tom, good to see you again mate, how are things? Not too bad. I'll recover from the uh, I'll recover from the slight ego hearse that I've had. Hey, hey you're lucky to be here, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> After <laughs> comments about sweaty men in the last podcast. Yeah, it's gonna yeah. Sound like you're like, No, if anything, that should have got me even more fans. <laughs> oh, we've got a lot to go through today, chaps. We've got the Leeds game to look at, uh, the Everton game. Looking forward to the next two fixtures. We're going to talk partnerships. Uh, with Peak Six Investment and also uh, some sports memorabilia cards that Wolves have partnered with. Uh, and then we're going to take your questions and do our best to answer them. But let's start with the Leeds game, chaps. Um, it was, wasn't wasn't a great game, was it? But I think, you know, the, the way the, the way that the game panned out, I think we, I think we got away with one, didn't we, Dave? Yeah, which, which was frustrating, really, because before the game, you look at the Leeds side, um, obviously Rafinha coming back in, but they were missing some crucial players. Obviously Bamford was out, uh, a couple of defensive players, obviously no Calvin Phillips as well. So it was really a, a Leeds team, which is a lot weaker than what, what we've seen really over the last 12 months or so in the Premier League. Um, and we, when we did the preview on the channel and whenever we were doing content on it, Leeds fans were just commenting saying basically they were dreading the game because obviously we'd hit that little bit of form um, and they were sort of out of sorts really. So... Yeah, I mean, first half was okay. We got the goal we needed to. Huang scoring again, right place, right time. But second half, I don't understand why we played so negative, negatively, really. Allowed Leeds to have far too much of the ball. Um, and obviously, in the end, our own mistake, giving away the penalty. Yes, it was soft. But it's one of those where if the referee gives it, I think VAR won't, won't overturn it. But at the same time, if the referee let it go, I don't think he would have given it, if you know what I mean. I think he, the VAR would have probably said, oh, I'll go to the monitor and have a look, but I don't think he would have given it. Yeah. So it's just one of those. Wolves are unfortunate on the day um, in terms of that. But we just, we allowed too much pressure for, from from Leeds, to be honest. And just little things from us. I think Bruno, I mentioned it before, I think Bruno took that game against Brentford a little too literally with all their time wasting and all their antics. We saw that a lot against Leeds. Um and yeah, we should have we should have put the game to bed. At least got a second goal, but as that, from half time, it was, in my opinion, a typical what to expect from an, a couple of Portuguese managers, i.e. Nuno and Jose. You know, get that one goal and shut up shop, and that's probably not what I would have expected from Bruno, if I'm honest. You not mention that name around here, please. Ah, sorry, yeah. solutions. Yeah, <laughs> solutions, man. Solutions. Yeah. Um, yeah I... I mean, Samedo went from kind of hero to zero, didn't he, Finn? He, he, he did really, really, really well to... I don't think he got the assist at the end. I think Jimenez did, but did really well on that right-hand side to set up the goal. Some fantastic work, which we've been crying out for in terms of his attacking output to get further forward and and, and, and take on his man. And then he gave he gave away the penalty, didn't he, Sin? It's, um Do you think it's a penalty or do you think he's been, he's been a little bit hard done by? Yeah, it's a, it was a prime Matt Doherty performance, wasn't it, really? Good going yeah. forward, four in the end at the back, but um, a much more expensive one. Um, to be honest, it was the <laughs> easiest last-minute um, goal to take, I think, like ever to be in a stadium. I, it just felt, as Dave said, it felt fair. So it wasn't too bad. Like At the time, I thought, yeah, penalty. Then watching it back, it it was soft. I don't think... 
you could probably criticize three or four players in that move as well, because Gelhart actually did about three or four of them before he got to Semedo, and then that's the time where he had to put in some sort of challenge. And it wasn't great. And as Dave said, I think still with VAR, somehow how we can say, oh, well, if the ref doesn't get it, shouldn't be like that, should it? It shouldn't be if, but Semedo should be a decision, but it's never going to be. But as I say, yeah, it was, I'm not too hurt about it because it felt fair. And which is a weird thing to say. I'd love to be overly biased and wolves are but looking at it down the middle i think yeah it's probably maybe more than that it's not a clear and obvious one to overturn is it i think that's the only way that they will overturn if it is clear and Mm. obvious and even to you like you said it's soft but we're not sat here saying there's no way that's a penalty you can see why it's Mm. been given but but tom the, the the approach from the game was i'm going to drop his name again it was very nuno-esque wasn't it it wasn't it wasn't mm. it wasn't very good offensively and from the second half we just shut the shop and invited a lot of pressure onto us yeah i think we did but i think at the same time bruno's still quite a young manager and this is only his what roughly third season coming up to games wise as a manager um so i think he's just trying to you know experiment or sort of figure out what works and what doesn't um yeah, it, it was disappointing in the approach of the game, to be honest. I thought considering that Leeds were out of sorts, like Dave said, and with a weaker squad, I would have expected us to maybe be a bit more uh, attacking. Um, I can kind of understand a conservative approach, but not to the extent that we showed it. I think the squad that we have at the moment means that we can't go balls to the walls every single game. Um, we just don't have the players for it. Uh, so I think games like these will happen over the course of the season. I think there will be the odd game in every three or four where we really do have to sit back and be conservative, purely just to sort of save the squad, really. Um, but yeah, it was it was disappointing, but I think there were positives from it. I think the fact that uh, I'm pretty sure Jimenez got the assist for the Juan goal, that partnership is you know is seriously, seriously going to be something for us this season. Um, and we'll touch on to him, the Everton game, you know, that could have happened yet again if it hadn't been disallowed for offside. So those two linking up yet again is, is really promising. And again, Samedo showing what he's worth going forward, which, you know, he, he gets a lot of stick for his defensive work. I thought he was unlucky to 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 give away that penalty. Players are always going to look for that contact. Smart from Gilhart, to be fair. Um, or, or cute, as pundits would call it. But yeah, it's not a penalty for me. Um, if if it was the other way around, I would have been disappointed for us to get that just for the consistency of the officiating. Obviously, you'd be buzzing for a last minute equaliser. But yeah, like the others have said, it felt fair. Um, I, I wasn't. I was obviously gutted that we dropped the two points. But on the balance yeah. of play, you know, you couldn't really argue against it. To be honest, yeah, I don't. I don't remember us having too many clear cut chances in that game. Uh, or even really threatening Leeds' goal. So I, th- I think we did get away with one. Dave, I, one thing for me that didn't work was that mid-pil- midfield pairing of, of Matinho and, and then Donker and then leaving it till the 91st minute to bring Neves on. It just, it's just criminal, if you ask me. Yeah, I think it goes back to what Tom said about Bruno being still quite young and inexperienced. I think these are the things that he's got to learn quickly because if you asked any Wolves fan currently what your... <coughs> If you had one bad thing to say about Bruno, it probably would be the substitutes that even against Everton, to be fair, they were just too late. I think he just needs to make them a little bit earlier, be a bit cleverer with them. But 
Then Donkeys had good spells this season. Spurs in the cup, he was good. But if you're going to play him, I think you've got to play him next to Neves. Just a little bit more energy than what Martinho has. Um, and I, I think Neves, he's been really good this season. Um, and I think you, you, you've got to use him next to Dendonka. I don't dislike the neves Martinho partnership, and we saw how good that was against Everton. But yeah, just the one thing with Bruno, I think, is those those substitutes. Um, and he used them yeah, far far too late in that game. And I think against Leeds, I said it was two points dropped. And a lot of people said, how? Because we were that bad. But we were bad, and it's two points dropped for me because... We could have so easily won if we actually played how we know we're capable of playing against that quality of lead side. You know, just look at their bench. People are slagging off our bench. Look at their bench uh, uh, that last Saturday. You can see the difference, really. So yeah, we should have we should have done better. I see, their I right see. back goes out with one of my mates. That's how deep their um, squad is. Leeds is, is mad. <laughs> got booked for found the Dharma. Sorry, carry on. A little bit of trivia for you. I bet you got him on the booking points. <laughs> I'll yeah, be going around in the said, pub quiz. Stick a leg in. That's, that's match fixing, actually. Cut that. No, <laughs> I can see both sides of the coin, though, Dave. I think the manner that we lost the game, it's like, well, we were one nil up with like a minute to go. We, we is two points dropped, but then you also look at like the bigger picture of we were absolutely terrible. Yeah, and against a better side, it probably got probably would have been put to the sword. But like he said, with their squad depleted, he fancied us to go there and get three points. I, I certainly that, did. I think that was the main thing, really. The the yeah. fact that we, I know we played badly as such, but like we'd seen them off for you know however long, and they played the whole second half without them really having a sniff. You know, they, I think Gelhart come on and changed the game for Leeds, and I think you know he's got a big future in, in the game. Um, but it was avoidable as well. The goal was avoidable, like you said, Finn. You know, we skipped past two or three players. You know, you got you got to stop that earlier. So it was just just frustrating the way we give give two drop two points really. And those two points, if we had them um, now, you know, we'd be I think we'd be fifth in the league. You know, so yeah, just a little bit frustrating yeah. really. Yeah, you look at the game like that, and then the, the first three games where we were so unlucky to come out with without with zero <laughs> points. So. Where would we be, or would we have, you know, that look we've had in the past few games? Would we, yeah. would we have got that? But like you said, it's disappointing in the manner that we played and the manner that we lost it. But moving on to the Everton game, and I personally think that first half was the best football we played all season, purely because we had the ball in it three times. We, we probably, in terms of like link up playing aesthetics and playing on the front foot, we probably played better in the first three games, but we just couldn't put the ball in it. But to put the ball in that three times in 45 minutes, Finn, he's, he's unheard of from a wall side of the past couple of years. Yeah, I don't think I can challenge you on that, really. It felt like... Um, sorry, I, I knew I could hear the light. Everything game's just finished over here. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, I, I can't really challenge you. I think that was the, the best 45 minutes. That front three just felt very balanced. It's a boring way to put it, but it just felt like... Everything was working. The Huang Jimenez, as we've referenced, it feels so Jimenez and Jota in the way that, that Huang plays and his stature and how he plays and two feet and everything. Um, and yeah, it was a, a corner goal, which is a nice improvement to see. I thought Eight Nori's crossing was fantastic. I think I mentioned it probably about a year ago on the podcast that when we scouted him, there was these mad numbers that he's crossing at um, Angers yeah. and we've never really seen it since then. So to have him on corners, at least that's one way to see it. And Max Kilman's got rid of that 50p head for one time. I, I think it is something to do with futsal, you know, because he never, you don't have to head the ball, do you? And then you can do. learn in the last, yeah, so. can you? Yeah, yeah, yeah not much, though. 
yeah. be built. Yeah, I suppose. It's, but, it's like yeah, now he's had a good few years um, heading the ball. It seems to be improving. So goals of all different types. Job done. Um, just yeah, as we'll get on to second half, it's still not. We haven't put together a full ninety minutes in a while, have we? No, uh, to be fair, mate, Kilman didn't even get off the ground anyway. Like he never does. He <laughs> never gets off the ground. He didn't. He didn't yeah, have he to. Just doesn't jump, does he? Yeah, he's never learned how to jump. That that the link up play in the first half. That I think the second half we really faded out of the game. But that everyone was saying like, why isn't Adama playing? But you saw why because the fluidity mm. across that front three was was sensational, and you almost had. You almost had Jimenez, Huang, and Trincao, and Aitnuri um, and Samada all playing in the same line in terms of like horizontally, mm. and I think that's why they they linked up so well. It was there was more fluidity between Huang and Jimenez, and Trincao opted more for that right hand side. But Tom, I, I thought it was wonderful. I thought it was really, really yeah. Good. I think I think it shows the um, shows the depth that we have in attack really. You know, the amount of options that we have going forward. I mean, we're a very top-heavy side, I think we all know that. But actually making use of, of the forward players we have is a nice change. And you can see that the, the players that have come in are learning a lot quicker and adapting to a, a different style of play that definitely suits them a bit more, being on the front foot. Um, the pressing was really nice to see. Um, obviously, we saw it in the first few games and we kind of had to, you know, rail it in a little bit. Um, just, you know make sure that players didn't get injured too often. But I, I thought it worked to an absolute charm. I mean, I thought this was a really, really tough game on paper. Um, and we just made them look so average. Really made Everton look like a very, very average side. And that's that's what happens when, you know, you get your forward players working in tandem. And like, like I mentioned earlier, that Huang and Jimenez, those two together, uh, are going to be superb. Really, really got a lot of promise about them. And obviously, if the rumours of uh, that John Percy tweeted out, a true that Wolves want to permanently sign Huang in January, then uh, you know I, th- I don't think anyone would be gutted, uh, or I don't think anyone would be against that <laughs> anyway because he's been a it's been a revelation since he's come in. Really, it's the closest thing we've had to Jota since he left. Um, yeah, I, 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 so I I, th- I, th- I think mate. that that aspect is, is is definitely a positive to to have. I hope that Percy tr- uh, tweet isn't true because he also said the Wolves aren't looking at centre half. So. Yeah, that's Richard. ridiculous. Though. I don't believe. I don't. I, 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 I don't believe. They've got to. Uh, no I. I think they, there's no way they don't. Surely. No, I think it's more to do with um, early January. I think is in the fact that I think they will look at centre half because they were yeah, looking at centre half at the end. But I think it was more to do with who are they going to play if when Bolly and Sace go out for the because because the chances of you. Open the window opening on the first of January, and the Wolves announcing a centre half on the first of January are very unlikely. So no. it's probably early January. I think the club do have that depth, albeit you know not fantastic. They do have that depth there if we need it. No, I I, I agree. I agree. Well, come on to that. We could um, have two, we could have two England internationals by the time January rolls around. I hope so. Mm, maybe. Who knows? Maybe. But in defence as well. I don't see it. Right? I really don't. I just don't. I think he'll pick me. When's the team out? Is it going to be out tomorrow, Thursday? Thursday. So, he cannot. He pod. cannot. He cannot pick Mings over Kilman. He will, but he. he, he, oh, he the difference. Come on. Kilman's been super. Kilman's been season. It'll be Michael Keane or Taco. No. Well, is Michael Keane left footed? No. It'll be a left footed centre half. No. I think Keane's left footed. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. 
Every uh, club has one, though, don't sort. they? Because they're like, Brighton will go, why isn't Duncan? And Burnley will go, why isn't Tarkowski? Everyone's got an English centre. He was there, he was there on a... Well, he was there Monday, wasn't he? So, Southgate and... Um, <coughs> what's his name? So He's right-footed, Mark. Agent yeah, Cody will sort it who, out. Who knows? Who knows? I, th- I still, like... He's, he's done really well this season, but he can still be... If, I don't know, still be a little bit rash of his passing. I think, like, he, if there's nothing on, it's just like a lump rather than just taking his time. Yeah. Like, you don't have to force it. But I, suppose, I, like, I, I like him. But I said, I, mean, I think Dale, who's an avid talking walls watcher and listener, he tags me every time Kilvin has a good game on the goal <laughs> notification. He tags me oh, again. Oh my god! Um, because obviously, when there was a rumor that he was maybe leaving last summer. Or some had just gone. Obviously, I said on the channel that um, I was more than happy to move him on because I don't think for the direction the club wants to go in, I don't think he's good enough. You know, I'm happy to eat my like you know eat my words now um, because I think you know he's proved that he's good enough, good enough to for a Premier League side. I think it'd be unbelie- an unbelievable achievement if he got into the England team. I don't, it's weird where it's come from. It was just a, a random Twitter account that mm. said that there were whispers coming from Wolves that he was in the team ahead of Mings. Um, and I've not seen anything bar that tweet. And the only only reason I can see Kilman being in is because he's left-footed. But Southgate was there. Was he looking at Kilman? I, I don't know. So, a huge achievement if he's in the goal. squad. I'll yeah, tell you hopefully. what, he better be looking at Pickford because I thought he was outstanding. That's a good save. I, I really yeah, he was, yeah. He was. He's, he's had a good season this year, hasn't he? He's one, he, He's very much like Sar. Like, he's a very good goalkeeper, but you always know there's like one bollock that he's going to drop. And that mm. bollock could be at any point. Mm. I mean, we saw the best, best and worst aside, didn't we, against Everton? He, I don't know what he, I'm not directly beyond is that passing lane. We tried to pass it out to Sace, and I think he got caught in two minds over to like either loft it over him or play it around him. He said he just played it straight at Richarlison, and <laughs> it was just, it was just calamitous, wasn't it? But let's move on to that second half, chaps. And Everton changed their shape a little bit, they came out a different side as expected. and it was almost like, here we go again, wasn't it, Finn? Um, yeah, sorry, I could hear that one. It's going to be a long one. Am I hearing it? Can you hear me? Can you hear me now? Um, <laughs> See you, Dick. Yeah. <laughs> it was, and shout out Jimenez, by the way, for the first half. Unbelievable. Best performance this season in 45 minutes. Um, yeah, but second half, um, it just feels like that hasn't quite gone from... Well, it's got to be Bruno saying it. It's not him saying, right, let's go on attack, and all the players go, oh, no says more than 50 on that clock, we better sit in now. I don't, it's got to be Bruno saying it, but there, it just feels like they're more comfortable doing that. And what didn't make sense to me was then the substitutions, as we were saying, surely if we're going to play like that, which I don't think we could have because Everton were awful in that first half, obviously they got a bit of a kick. But if you're going to go at them again, fine, stick with it. But if you're going to sit back, you've got Traore on the bench. That's that's when you want Traore, if you 2 nil up. Excuse me. And then you could literally just stand him on the halfway line. I'd... I don't know. We got the win, so you can't complain. But I just, we don't seem to make it easy. And we can't, as I say, can't put together a full 90 minutes yet. And people will call it sensible or whatever. But I don't know. I just, that last 10, 15 minutes, it didn't need to be nervy. Everton were awful. And we, we nearly gave them away back into it. But I, I, I don't I think, know. Overall, it's a good performance. Yeah, I think I summed it up on the, on, the, on the fans' react. I said in the first half, Everton are lucky that they've not played a top-class side because that could have been five or six. And then in the second mm. half, we were lucky we've not played a decent side because I think they could have beat us because they had a, they had a lot of chances. Mm. Um, but uh, to be uh, fair, not too good. many 
clear cut, were they? Not too many walk that We had chances as well, though, in the second yeah. half. We had we had good. Yeah, and that's Trinko why Trinko should have scored. Trinko had a chance. Um, a, a, when he Jimenez and Jimenez and Huang combined, yeah. they I both had know. a chance. Um, I think there was another opportunity as well. Like you know, we we got in some great areas and great positions. And again, like I know we we sat back and sat deep but on the counter attack. When Everton were coming at us, we created some great chances. Eight Nori had loads of room on the left, did really well. Um, and we created some good chances. And Trincao, you know, I'd, like you said, you, you mentioned his chance, I think, on target, that's in the back of the net. Um, and although I didn't think he had a great second half, Trincao, it just seemed to, you know, like you said earlier, Finn, it was very balanced. And I think that at the moment, that's why he's being preferred to Adama because just mm. tr technically Trincao is a hell of a lot better than Adama. And I think with how Bruno wants to play, uh, this patient but attractive attacking football, um, I think Trincao gets in that team over him all day. He looks um, shagged, didn't he, towards the end? He might still be suffering with COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know. But, but, like, that's why I, I know there have been loads of questions that we might talk about later about Adama. But for me now... Um, if you look at, you know, when Neto comes back, that means you've got a, da a Dharma further down the pecking order. I knew, I knew you were going to say that. I'll start laughing. The For me now. For me now. We don't have him as well, do we? When Neto's back, you, you, Adama's down the pecking order again for me. And then, you know, what 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 gives? So... I think it's it's interesting that he didn't even get a kick on Monday, if I'm honest. I think I, I think know. people, I think people, like I see people on Twitter saying, and to be fair, I was at the game. I was I was calling, like, get a armor on because you want to see him. It's exciting, mm. but when you like take a step back and you think, and everyone's saying, oh, I think it's telling he didn't bring him on. I don't think so, no, because we're, we're two one down. You, you want to bring someone in who's going to like retain the ball, and I don't, I don't think I don't think Adama does. I know you've got the option of leaving him up there on his own. But I, I think I think he made the right subs. I think we want Prudential come on. He won't give the ball away. He won't do anything daft. I, I that's that's the way that I look at. It. I think it was pragmatic, and in the end, he got the job done. Yeah, I mean, you've seen it a number of times where Adama's come on, and I think it does take him a while to grow into the game mm. sometimes. But you've seen it with Southampton; they were pushing for a goal for the last ten minutes, and the only touch he had, I think, is when him and his, well. The only you know opportunity he had was when Jimenez probably should have passed in the ball uh, right at the end of the game. But he, he didn't get a touch, and then there was a, a, another game where he didn't get a touch of the ball after he come on the pitch. You know, so I get why people are calling for him to come on because I think with how high um you know high that Everton were pushing, you just have to release a Dharma once and you got a chance. But yeah. at the same time, like you said, Matt, I think with how Bruno wants to play, it's a, it's a different story. I think a Dharma when he. As much as I as I like Adama and want him to succeed, he he, he makes us very one dimensional. Whereas Trinkau, I think, has got he's a, you know we can um, yeah. can offer overall a lot more. I I think Trink he's one of those players. Is he, he see, I always like similar to like Mares like to watch. He's just like, unbelievable. His end product's not mm. not as good as he's like. Like if he could finish Turgid. a dinner, maybe a world beater. But like mm. it's just the way he turns and the way he glides and. I mean, he, he he forced a fantastic save from Pickford in the first half too. And you, you're sure. almost like praying that if he gets on the if he gets on the, the score sheet, yeah, like he could come into a bit of form. But so it's really exciting. But Adama just really unbalances the side in the way we want to play. But it's it, it upsets me, mate, because I love the bloke. But at the minute, I can only see one 
one way he's going, and that's probably gone in January if, if Neto comes back. Yeah, I think I think Trincao still leaves for me leaves a lot a lot to be desired for as well though because as good yeah, as he yeah, is, I, agree. I think it's pretty obvious that he could do a hell of a lot more. And I, if you were asking me this question a couple of weeks ago, I would have said I, I was disappointed with him. Uh, but I think that the Everton game has shown spells, and I think somebody said it on the fans' react as well. Like he look, he just gets in those half spaces, and he looks like he's going to lose the ball, but he still comes out of it. it happened a couple of times against Everton, um, yeah. but he, he's still got so much room for improvement, and that's what's exciting, really. That's what's it's, exciting. Uh, yeah, I know because Bruno in the uh, pre-match, he's basically. I think it might have been even last week. He said like I. He, he actually named Trinko and saying, like, I want more for him. That's why I push him because I know how good he can be. Mm-hmm. And that's obviously a sign that he, he also echoes your thoughts there, Dave. But yeah. a, a, a win is a win at the end of the day. Uh, Finn, going to back to your point about Jimenez, it, he, I think Jimenez and Neves, you could tell that they were just a cut above anyone on that pitch that night. They were they were unbelievable. Yeah, mate, Jimenez. Is, I know I probably focus on him a little bit more. Neves was unbelievable and Wolves put out um, a little three-minute compilation today if anyone hasn't seen it. you just Some of the stuff that Neves did that I didn't even notice first time, unbelievable. Mm. Um, but no, yeah, Jimenez was just... I don't know whether it's because he's now got his Jota-like figure that he's like, right, I know where he's going to be so I can do my little pirouette and then know he's going to be that like Since <laughs> them two have, have come together and whether they can communicate with each other, they're just communicating hugs after goals, it seems like. It doesn't seem like there's much going on but without the language, they know where, where each other are going to be and it's unlocked something different in him. I was worried those first few games, but especially in that Everton game, whether I know it was a below par opposition, but he just looks, as you say, a, a level above. His role's almost evolved and he's coming he's coming a bit deeper, but it was nice to see Neves pick the ball up and actually play like vertically and play like through the thirds into mm-hmm. minutes and he turned and there's a there's a couple of like half chances that they created, but that's like what we've been what we've been crying out for. And I think Jimenez is is perfect for that. But Tom Let's talk about that Neves performance. I think he went under the radar a little bit because he didn't he didn't score, didn't get didn't get an assist. Yeah, but he was just, he he was he absolutely he was a general in that midfield against you know Alan Alan's a good player. I know that well, an experienced player as well. Pony, but <laughs> yeah, no, I think that kind of sums Ruben Neves up really under the radar. I think he does, he, especially last season as well. I think Wolves fans have appreciated. I mean, even Wolves, some Wolves fans didn't see his value, but even last season, his defensive game improved so much. He's fantastic at getting the ball back in the middle of the park and just getting us going. Um, you know, he times his tackles really well. He's so intelligent. Um, you can tell that he's learned off Matinho for the past couple of years because he's, his footballing brain has, has just skyrocketed the past couple of years. And I know that he doesn't, you know, he doesn't score as many worlds as he used to. And, um, you know, some fans have doubted him, but oh, not for one second have I ever thought that we should get rid or um, thought that he was he was below par. He's been superb this season. Bruno Large has worked absolute wonders with him. Um, just making use of, of his intelligence on the ball, getting him higher up the pitch like we saw in the Championship, picking up the ball on the halfway line instead of on the edge of our own D, just makes such a big difference to his style of play. And he's got players around him now that are playing like our front three did in the Championship. Intelligent movement, fluid. You've got Jimenez who can drop back, link up the play with Wang and Trinko coming inside. You know, we've just got a lot more flexibility for Neves' passing range, which is what we didn't have last season because we were very one-dimensional and we would just play it to Adama and hope for the best. So Neves was barely getting on the ball because we would just whip it out to Adama using the centre-backs. 
or he would just play it out to Adama every time. So I, th- I think that Everton game just surmises really um, how how good he can become under Large. Yeah, and he was. It, if, you, um, if you think about how Large just you know got Joao Felix, and um, I think he I think he's coached Renato Sanchez before as well. I don't know. Um, you know, if we get those two in midfield, my God, what a midfield that'll be. Uh, Even that's, that's, that's praying though, obviously, but yeah. Well, up at the bottom of the group in the Champions League, so they might need some dough. But even like Martino, to be fair to him, he, he much, much, much improved on Leeds. Every, mm. every 50-50 they won yeah. and they mm. battled. And I thought we, I thought we did well. If we can carry on the first, you're not, you're not going to play at that intensity in the first half for, for ninety minutes. But it's mm. about how you manage a game out. But like I said, positive seventh in the league. Renew your passport, chaps, because it's going to happen. Got a can fear. you believe? I can't believe we're seventh. By the way, can we like? Unbelievable the fact that we're in this position after the yeah, first but few to be games. Fair, man, look at the, the, the teams that we played recently. I think we've, I think mm. we've had a very handsome running. Yeah, you got to look at the if, fixtures. If, yeah, yeah, if we if we start if we start the year uh, as in like the calendar year, and we're still seventh or eighth, then I'd be like, yeah, this has been unbelievable. Mm. But I don't think I still will, I still think Bruno's done a hell of a job though with the squad that oh, he's been yeah. given. He's got three. He's got four centre backs basically, or three because Bolly's been. Hit and miss this season with injuries. You know he's had pretty much just Cody Kilman and Saiz to play a back th- formation with a back three. Um, you know he's reinvigorated a lot of the players like Matinho or Nevers that you know a lot. Some of us doubted last season. Um, he's got players learning a lot quicker. We've got a much more exuberance about the side. Um, Eight Nori looks so good. I mean, I-, I was really really happy to see people praising him on on Twitter because he's had a bit of a Rough starts the season, really, with Marcel being a shoe in every game. But if that was a performance to show why he should be in the side ahead of Marcel, I don't know what it is because he's, he's yeah. just so good going forward. His defensive game as well has improved massively. Um, you know, you can see yeah. why we've got him in ahead of, of, of Vinagra. So there's, there's, there's a lots of positives to be done. And I think he's done a, a stellar job at the moment. Yeah, the fixtures have been kind. But you've got to beat. You wait till that yellow ball comes out, Tom. They don't like it. <laughs> oh yeah. But you've got to beat who's in front of you at the same time. If you look at some of the teams that we've played, Newcastle, we drew with them about five times in a row. We beat them. Um, you know, there's there's definitely signs of improvement in there. We've come out of tricky situations, getting three points. We have played some proper shit though, haven't we? Really, like when you, when you look at it, but no, we have like some proper gash teams as I might dive as a body. <laughs> but, um, let, Brentford let, not let, being one of them. Yeah, let's have a look at the next, the next two. You got Palace away, West Ham at home. Mm, that is tricky, tricky, tricky. How, Dave? How many points are you having from that? I'll have I'll have six. Go on then. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> oh, get out of here. Uh, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be satisfied with four. Um, How about if that four came for a point at Palace and and the win at West Ham? I don't give a shit as long as we get four out of them too. You know? <laughs> nah, look, they're going to be Palace are on a massive up. Uh, they got more draws than IKEA at the moment. But you look at it, you know, I, I said that to the Palace fan on the preview. I said that. I said to that that to the Palace fan on the preview, and he loved it. Um, oh. Now the yeah, you look at them. They're on a you look at their results so far this season, beating Spurs, um, but, which, which isn't, you know, isn't hard, I suppose. Everyone um, has. Beating uh, City, obviously, at, at the weekend as well. 
Um, so they're on and up. They're doing well. They, they, the two games they lost, I think, were to Chelsea and one other side. They are drawing a lot of games. Um, but they're on and up. They've got a, a different look, a different manager now, Vieira, who I wasn't convinced by, like, as an outsider when they appointed him. I wasn't 100% sure, especially as he was, like, their third or fourth choice. But he's doing an okay job right now. I think what the advantage could be to for Wolves is if they get a little bit too overconfident. A lot of their fans are thinking they should be wiping the floor with us now they've just beaten a 10-man Manchester City. Um, but West Ham are doing really well. I'm really surprised with how well they're doing considering they're in Europe as well. Got a, a, a good depth. And on paper, I don't mean they've got the strongest side in the world, but David Moyes has got them playing and uh, some good football and scoring a lot of goals as well. So they're going to be a tough one. If we can get four points out of the two, I'd, I'd take that, I think. Finn, how many points are you expecting for the next two? Five? Um, no, no. <laughs> not really how it works. Man. Do the maths in it, <laughs> some going that, wouldn't it? <laughs> that, that was very similar to um, when the transfer deadline day we did yeah. the stream. We've got Finn to sum up the transfer deadline window in, in three words. Three words. Roller coaster. Roller coaster. <laughs> no, it's so out of context. I, I, I wasn't even listening to Dave then. I was trying to think of what point total isn't possible. I think it's is it only five. I think, I think right. <laughs> Yeah, less funny when I tell you I've been thinking about it for ages. Um, no, yeah, I think three there. The Crystal Palace one's funny because both teams are going to go into it, think go into it thinking it's winnable. Um, so someone's going to be disappointed. And uh, as Dave said, more more one pointers than my FPL team. <laughs> There's another one. Yeah. Um, so uh, I think it's going to probably end in a draw. I don't know. I'm trying to think of another one. Uh, no, we'll leave Stop. that to Dave. But yeah, no, it's probably it's probably going to be a draw. So I'm going to say two or three points. Realistically, I'd, I'd probably take that. Two or three. You take two points. Have a Decent bit of that. You're unbeaten, though. Unbeaten. Stay unbeaten. That's all you nah, want. Nah, nah. Yeah. You want to win in there. You'd rather, I'd, I'd take rather two. Win. To be fair, you are. I'd, I'd say lethal two. busily. Two, two very two. tough games that. <laughs> nah, you want. I mean, you want to want to win at least one of them. You know, I'd happily take a pace off West Ham and beat Palace. We always do, right? but before lockdown, we always did quite well at home against uh, West Ham. Even Pat Pizza Man scored against them, didn't he? He did, mate. Years, yeah, yeah. Like crying. Start crying. Yeah. <laughs> we saw you just realised he was in more pants. Back telly merchant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He was an emotional bloke, wasn't he, Patrick? Yeah. Well, we did alright against West Ham at home. So yeah. I think it's Saturday you three o'clock though. I ain't sure about. Didn't that. even concede them in the evening. We didn't even yeah. concede to them for four games. I wonder if they've got a game in Europe. Oh, it won't be for Saturday, will they? No, nah, it's after yeah. international yeah. break, in it as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so De- Declan Rice gets absolutely <laughs> no. panned yeah. and has to. Uh, obviously, not a nasty injury because he's a great, great player, but just a little voice strain or something. Keep him out, you know, just something that's good. <laughs> We keep him out for team for a week. Um, but, chaps, let's move on because we're conscious of the time. We're 35 minutes in and we've not even we've not even got to speak about Wolves' news uh, breaking the last couple of weeks. That Peak 6 investment acquires minority share in Fosun Sports. Yeah, um, man. Of course, you saw people on Twitter um, do the nuts because it's <laughs> they're not spending money on the pitch, etc. etc. And then you've seen um, people like they've invested in Bournemouth and Dundalk, and apparently they ruined Dundalk. But it's not actually a, an investment in Wolves, is it, Dave? It's an investment in the Fosun Sports Group that owns Wolves. Yeah, so I think Fosun Sports is was a new thing and probably helped by the fact that obviously this Peak Six have uh, have invested in it. So basically, they've 
obviously you've seen the rec the, the launch of these Wolves records. Well, they're Fosun Sports. Basically, they've just grouped everything together. All they do. So Wolves obviously is a club. Wolves Esports. Um, you know all the other stuff that that, that they do really. And Peak Six have bought shares, minority shares in Fosun Sports. So not Wolves directly. So it's not going to affect how Wolves have been run at all. Um, which was a bit of a surprise at what they'd sort of announced how they did, I suppose. Um, but I think the, the, the strange thing for me is that one of the Peak Six guys is now a director at Wolves. Um, yeah, that so, was an American guy. So me, yeah, yeah. But other than that, I think I that's mean, more in the marketing, though. Yeah, yeah, probably, probably is. But um, but then I think the Express and Star put out that the club are still looking for main investors in the club. So I don't think this this Peak Six are going to help the club hugely financially uh, if i'm completely honest i think people saw that and expected us to, to announce cristiano ronaldo on new year's day or whatever um but i think you know it's a step i know a lot of people don't like it but in terms of you know the outside exposure for the club i think that's the sort of step in the right direction that they need to take yeah and i know that they've, they've got massive capital expertise across uh, across usa haven't they and, and that's and North America is a market that Wolves really want to crack, isn't it? I know there's, mm -hmm. there's talk that the pre-season tour is going to be over there. Um, do you reckon we should go to that? Because I reckon we should. Mate, I'd also love to. They yeah. need to announce if, it if early enough, that though. Club against, um, they wanted to do that match against Club America, didn't they? Yeah, it's going to be in uh, Texas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that would be uh, absolutely mental. Early enough, is... so Dave, Dave can book his annual leave with his missus. We could sell, yeah. we could sell like at least what? 80, I think you'd struggle to get a ticket. Enough, playing. Yeah. yeah, with him and us playing, mm. you he would sell out. By the way, that um, the the Peak Six representatives, it's James Babulas, who is going to be set. Nice. He's going to be on the supervisory board of Fos and Sports, not Wolves, um, no, and then no, the no. capital. Yeah, yeah, he's on first of sports, but then there's a director at Wolves, John. He's got like a Polish sounding surname. He's oh, gonna be Maka, a director Ma at Wolves. Yeah, That's yeah, it. He's going to be a director at Wolves. Yeah. 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 It says WW Limited. I don't know what that that's is. That's Wolves as a company. WW oh, uh, uh, oh, right, okay. Yeah, that's Wolves. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, okay. um, it's just it's a company's a house. Company. We are, with that and Sports, we are we are moving towards that Red Bull model that they kind of they kind of uh, alluded to in the, the Ask Wolves series. Um, well, I don't, I don't particularly mind it. I'd be interested to see how they do try and crack the market, but I don't think mm. it's going to be one of those partnerships or, you know, and that kind of investment where it's going to come to fruition on the pitch. I think it's going to be commercially off the pitch, but Fosun are savvy businessmen. People have got the concerns around Dundalk, and to be fair, I'm not, I'm not extremely clued up into what happened there, but I don't think, I don't think Fosun are going to let Peak Six come into. Come into Wolves and and and, and strip the club. It's not, it's not going to happen. But obviously, some fans no. think that is, and that these might be famous last words. But I just I just cannot see it happening for the life of me. But no. like I said it's a, it's a, it's an interesting one, and let's see how they try and crack the market. But there's also some um, some other news as well. Um, I think it was I think it was last week. Was it Dave with the the, yeah. the sports cards? Was it last week? Yeah, yep. I think so. It's it's been in the works for ages. Um, yeah. So I think it's what how do, how do we pronounce it again? So it's 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 Fut Futera, the sports card company. Um, they're almost like what you 
you know what kids have like shootout card and match attacks back in the day because i used to collect shootout cards i used to go mad for shootout cards <laughs> absolutely sensational um they've they, they, they've recently struck up a partnership with walls and they've got the licensing for the player faces and and player and club badge and all that and they they've got licenses with liverpool and psg and i think they've been producing these for like 30 30 to 35 years but they're not like your run of the mill shootout card they're a little bit more bespoke a little bit more rare and collectible items and apparently there's a massive market for it for it now and we managed to cut, uh, catch up with adam from futera this week and he's uh he talked us through the partnership and what it means and how you can how you can buy the cards hello wolves fans uh, adam here from futera um Unfortunately for my sins, I am a uh, I'm an Evertonian, so very disappointed with the result uh, last night. But let's not talk about how terribly depressing Everton are at the moment with a former Liverpool manager at the helm. Let's talk about why um, I am talking to you, and that is because I work for Futera. We have made um, sports cards now uh, for over thirty years. We specialise in football cards. And um, we have licenses with some huge football clubs, including Liverpool, PSG, Manchester City, Marseille um, and Arsenal and now Wolves. And, and we, we really are super chuffed. Um, forgive my computer. Uh, let me just mute that. Uh, we really are super chuffed to have the Wolves license. I genuinely mean that. We worked with Amy at the club. She was, she was great. And uh, Wolves are... I know that fans don't like it when you associate this word with their club when you talk about... The club is a brand, but as the brand, Wolves are a great brand. You know, he's been in the Premier League now for quite some time. Um, a, a real kind of established uh, name within within English football, and um, and as you know, aesthetically the club looks looks great as well. You know, the, the jerseys, the colour, it, it they they really make for beautiful trading cards. So we released our first three cards um, the other day on the website. Um, our cards are slightly different, by the way. So here's an example. This is a gold plated one. They're really the real collector's items our cards um there's Jurgen Klopp there and and and, and Henderson as you can see our cards are a lot thicker as well these ones have gold plates on them there will be gold plated wolves cards uh, coming along at some point um but this is it uh, shows you the thickness of our cards they're not like you would find in a, in a store in England um so uh, they really are collector's items and they're they're all numbered as well so uh, we don't do massive print runs so they really re retain and hold their value into the future and um yeah as I said we were launched that we, we we dropped our first three cards onto the website the other day for Hechan uh, Drinkout and and Saw these were headlines as cards very beautiful looked a little bit like this one here this Jack Grealish one and um and and they they were only available for 24 hours and, and you know the Wolves fans uh, that saw them uh, they were well received and they seemed to like them so um yeah if you if you if you're in if you feel like you'd be into sports cards if you could get into this um, which lots of people can it's uh, it's you know it's a, it's a buzzing vibrant hobby at the moment uh, head over to the website scroll down to the bottom and sign up to the newsletter and then you'll you'll never miss a release from us here at Futera so um thank you for your time uh, I'll look forward to seeing you very soon um, if you have any questions just reach out to us on our socials you can find us at Futera on all of the big platforms and I'll answer any questions that you have and I'm looking forward to seeing you and uh, doing more Wolves cards in the future big thanks to Adam there from Futera for talk speaking to Talking Wolves hopefully have him on it in the future too and also 
big thanks to the three points on Monday. Up the toffees. Yeah, up the toffees. Yeah, top man, top man. So let's move on to the questions, chaps, because there's actually quite a few. And having a look earlier, there were some, some very good questions. So I'm just going to get the ones on Twitter first. Um, so if there's not any about men, I'll be very disappointed. Uh, wait till 50 minutes. You can go now, yeah. if you want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've got a, a question off Robbie. Is Don Tony Roberts the absolute mastermind behind the scenes at Wolves? He needs a chance. We've never Don ever had Tony. a chance for a coach, have we? Did even TC have one? I don't think he did, did he? He was dreadful. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm left. I remember Don that 2 2 draw against Newcastle and thinking we were actually going to stay yeah. up. Jesus. Uh-huh. He's a, well, apparently Tony Roberts does a lot on the on the, the, the free kick free kick training. He does a set piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like second and third phases of set pieces, which I, we have seen this season, especially against the Villa. Um, mm. I'd love but, to have a drink with Tony Roberts. He looks like a right lad. Mm. I reckon he'd drink you under the table, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so to be fair, I reckon Sace is drinking under the table. He don't even fucking drink. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, oh, is Tony God. Roberts the mastermind behind Wolves' fortunes? Right. I, yes. I think him and um, Bruno Large are proper bigging each other up. I thought, are you, mm. are you pairing going to need toilet roll after the, these two interviews <laughs> that you, you pairing for? <laughs> I think Tony Roberts was saying that Bruno Large is basically going to be, you know, one of the, you know, he's worked under Wenger, uh, like he's played under Wenger and he can see the similarities between Wenger and Large and he thinks he can go to that Good sort deal. of, you know, level. Um well, yeah, I mean, it, it sounds like it. The players sound like they, they respect him. We've got a lot of time for him. It sounds like he works a lot on the set pieces. But I saw, I think it was against Newcastle, he, him on the touchline, giving orders and commands on that as well. So um, I think he's, he's, oh, our, he's our makeshift uh, sub-board holder, isn't he? I see him every now and then putting the, the board up for the subs. But yeah, I like his Twitter videos. So, you know. Mm. He's funny, he's he? Like, he's rowdy like, here about an hour ago. Not yeah. so quick, not so loud now. <laughs> Proper you dar, and he's I love that, though. He just it, looks yeah. like a gammon, but obviously he's not. But, like, <laughs> he's just... He's, he's, you need that. You need... You need someone in the club. A bit like of that. personality in it. It bridges yeah. the gap. Yeah, a bit it? of Britishness like between <laughs> players and 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 the coaches, but also like the fans. Like you've seen the past couple of weeks, like fans have like latched onto him. And mm. I, I mean, it's easy when we're playing well and stuff. But I, I think I think that's really important. We've not there's Cody and there's there's him, isn't there? Really, they're the ones who are the most vocal and all speak out and. Yeah, they're probably the ones that we relate to the most. But yeah, it's almost like having. He said he's a good coach. It's almost like having like a backroom captain, almost somebody yeah. else in in like behind the scenes that is going to give these players a bit of a push. You know, um, mm. and you can see he's got chemistry with these players, which is which is unbelievable. It's such a short period of time as well. Yeah, it's um, it's it's definitely a one one to keep an eye on, mate. He's a. Uh, Seems all right. Good laugh. Uh, question from James Tony. Oh. Let me know. <laughs> <laughs> He's not sweaty enough for you, mate. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll uh... be after a few points, I'd say, though. Oh, bloody hell. It's got Gorgeous are your track records, son. Oh, no. Well, that club's always weirded me out. I've, I've drove oh, past that God. many times and it just looks so. Oh, no. It's a, it's a good place. Continue, Matt. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't let, let it be. Yeah, sorry, Matt. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, James Parsons, who do you think the right per- partner is for Samada on the right? Always seems to make good runs that rarely get found. Triore gets in his way and Trinko doesn't seem like he wants to play him in. Feel like we have a big asset we're not using properly. You'd probably put it. You'd probably put Neto there, wouldn't you? On the right. Yeah. On the, right. the way um, we play. I don't know. Cutting in, yeah, it'll make a lot more space for Samada. Yeah. Cutting in on his left. I yeah, think it could work. Yeah. I don't like. I don't dislike Trincao. I get. I get his point about Adar. I don't li- dislike Trincao there. <clears throat> like we've said earlier, I think, think Trincao is better suited. Yeah, it just needs a bit mm. more time to adjust to the system and. Mm. Um, the Premier League and stuff, and I think that would work quite well. Mm. Will, will continue to work well. Yeah, I I agree. I, like Samedo, he's like he's like Marmot, isn't it? You either love him or you hate him. But he he frustrates me. I thought against Everton, mm. he was really good though. Like the, the way he was getting forward, he got pinned back a little bit more in the second half. Someone but... someone tagged us obviously because we didn't give him a. Uh, a good time, obviously, on the last podcast, by the sounds of it. And then the stat came up about him having the most um, interceptions of dribbles or something like that, or stopping the most yeah, dribble attempts. Yeah. Um, He's quick, somebody, somebody tagged us in that, saying, like, oh, after all the stick he gave him uh, on the last podcast, look at this stat. So, Cheers, well, guys. Yeah. I mean, it is just stats, though, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's usually just pass around it, that's why. If you, if you love Samada that much, mate, let him keep on your couch. Bloody hell, we only... We only discussed it and like within, within reason, but anyway, let's not, let's not make too many enemies. Um, moving on to uh, a question from Adama. I don't think it's actually him. It's at Wolves number 37. If an offer of 40 million comes in for Adama, and I think I know everyone's answer for this in January, would you accept it? Two, right? 40 million for mm. a player with like what six months left? Get no, 18 months. Oh, another year. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, he's got another year. Yeah, he's got another year. 18 months. He's Get got him left. Out, yeah. 40 mil. I'd say 40 mil. Yeah. What well, I think, uh, I think the, que- the, the, the question really is what would you accept as a reasonable offer? Uh, 60 million. Yeah, you just, said, you just said you'd accept 40 mil. <laughs> <laughs> horrendous negotiation. You've always got, you've got to keep <laughs> them on their, you got to keep them on their toes. You got to keep them guessing. Uh, Dave, depends what, who what... comes in for him. To be fair, if it's Newcastle, then yeah, 60 mil. Um, I'd, I'd accept 40 mil just to see what he'd change his name to on Twitter. That lad. It's <laughs> called Wolves of Dharma or whatever. Yeah, um, Trinko. Yeah, I think I think 40 is a very very acceptable amount, I think. Do you, do you think 30 million gets him? Because I do. I think 30 million seals a deal. It, With extra incentives in might, there. But I don't know. Yeah, I wouldn't be happy with 30. I don't think any, any club he goes to, he will not he will not be able to have the end product. Regardless, he won't have the end product anywhere else. I could see him in terms of, you know, a bigger club than us, either Barca or, or, or again, but they're just absolutely stint. Or uh, skin rather, or um, Chelsea as a wing back under no no not Ch- maybe Chelsea yeah, yeah. Or, or Chelsea as a wing back or Spurs as a wing back yeah mm. do you think I could see him at Atletico Madrid Trincamadil Madil Trincamadil yeah I saw that as well straight swap you'd want a bit of money maybe <laughs> from know. from Barca ten million plus Trinco you'd have to wait until the end That's of the fair. season though because I think. You, if Trink, if we're still having the same conversations about Trinko two, three months down the line, yeah. I mean, is it even worth yeah, signing? Yeah, we've been having the same I mean? conversations about Adama four years down the line. 
That's <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, two, yeah, two shows. I'd be good to lose him. Yeah, it hurts, doesn't it? The thing it is, it's anyway. just like everyone knows he's got the capability of just so much more, and it's just it's frustrating as hell watching him to, to try and get out of him. You see that Villa game, the spells he had, he just like, he almost, without him, would we have won that game? Possibly not. Uh, there was just, you know, I don't know. I hope we see a lot more of him. I hope we proved wrong between now and whenever. January you know what? You know what yeah. it's going to be, though? He'll go to somewhere and he'll, he'll go and like, get like 20 goals a season just because he's come from us. Yeah, exactly. No, no, no. He won't score yeah. a goal all season apart from when he plays balls. You, you know that. But if he goes to Barcelona, the only way we're going to play him is yeah. in the Europa League or the Champions League. So uh, I'd bet that. If he meant us qualify for the Champions League, League and scoring against us, yeah. I'd bet that. Yeah, it's like I think Bruno's comments in the press conference him about saying, well, if the club want to renew, they will. I'll back it. But it seems like it, that it's quite a million miles away, doesn't it? Uh, I don't think he's. I don't think he's a Bruno Lage's type of player, unfortunately. He was Nuno mm. someone. He knew I loved him, but that was it, really. Yeah. Um, question from at Fabio Silver Goat. The juxtaposition in emotions there from Dave. <laughs> he was so happy for about two seconds there. Remember if Fabio Silver tagged us on Instagram when he first joined? Oh, yeah. He joined. Really? He joined Wolves and he tagged us in his story on Instagram. That's fantastic. <laughs> but like, he, tagged, like, he, he tagged a lot of other pages in like, the shape of a wolf's head. Yeah. And then I've DM'd him and he's never replied ages. ever since. Oh. <laughs> and he replies to my sister, Chief. <laughs> <laughs> hey, could be honest, good. You have not, didn't they? No, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We don't talk about that. That was a Mike Sell Keep exclusive and we haven't spoke about it since. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, he slotted it right home. And, and he's good, you have not. Anyway, the Come on, tell, tell the question. <laughs> Do you think we need to buy another striker in Jan? Uh, nah. mm, only if Fabio goes out on loan. Yeah. yeah. But I'd get someone a lot more experienced in as a backup. Key for more. We need more, oh, more, yeah. more. Gaming. How do you like it? How do you like it? <laughs> no. Um, Shush. <laughs> I don't yeah, think I mean, we need goes, Yes, we 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 need we. I think well, at the current squad we don't. But if Fabio goes out on loan, which I've got a feeling he might do, yeah, we'll definitely need to. You can't you can't trust Huang. If if Jimenez gets suspended or injured, I don't. Mm. Maybe Huang is a one off as an as a lone striker if you're playing the three four three. But the how we played against Villa without Jimenez was absolutely dreadful. I think you need someone a bit more experienced in there. Mm. Mm. I mean, in terms of the money, though, if we're quite low on money, I'd rather prioritise a centre mid and a centre back. Oh yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't break the bank to sign a striker. I want no. a loan or yeah, yes, um, one on loan. Carlos Vinicius, yeah. get him in. Yeah. I wonder, is he playing? Terminate. Did he go out? Terminate his loan at PSV. No, PSV, yeah, he went somewhere. PSV. Yeah, he's PSV? got two two goals and an assist the other night. So. Yeah, he's, he's he's doing all right. Is that when PSV? Yeah. If you look at who scored now, see how he's getting on. Uh, he's got PSV? he's got two, two goals. Go he, yeah, there's two goals and assists. Of, he's he's tallying one game. Yeah. Mate, so. <laughs> it's to be fair, he's only he's only played, he's only started two games. He, he's, his career's gonna get down to shitter, isn't it? Like mm -hmm. you can just tell. Like he's not even starting for PSV. One goal against Marine. That's it. That's all he's done. No, he got a hat trick against Marine, didn't he? Oh, that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he did the Mbappe <laughs> celebration. <laughs> <laughs> 
What a bloke. What a, what a baller. Um, I think just... it was something to do with his mum or something, right? Uh, to his mom. <laughs> yeah, the celebration. Yeah, I think it was because people were laughing at him for it, and then um, someone on Twitter, Spurs fan on Twitter, said, uh, "Oh, you disrespectful!" It was like some, uh, about his mom or something yeah. like what, that. Yeah. A, a folding arms celebration. Yeah, I can't. I, I, I can't. Remember. I can't. It was, I it was a while ago, but it, it was you... something like that. Yeah, it was something like that. It was something to do with his family. Um, Mate, if I scored against Marine now, I don't think I'd celebrate. Oh no, it's <laughs> yeah. Oh, I would. I'd take my top off and jump into the crowd. With all the other men. Oh, no, 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 no. no. Let's, let's not carry this narrative too far. You got anything there on the Vinicius rooms, Dave? Uh, <laughs> hurry up, hurry up, lad. Apparently, anyway. he, cel- he always celebrates because wh- whenever he scored, his mum his mom used to like to show everyone where she lived that he, he, celebrate- that he scored and celebrated. I mean, it's not oh. that deep. Uh, yeah, but not against fucking Marine. Come on, yeah, Carl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Harry Mansell, as, and this is the last one for Twitter before we go on to Instagram. Which current Wolves player would you want by your side in a street fight? Good question. For me, it's Marcel. <laughs> he's a killer. He's a natural born nah. killer. Pedence. Pedence, yeah. Pedence yeah. got a bit of a little man syndrome, isn't he? Yeah, Pedence would be like Pedence, WWE when that little me, guy me, me and Pedence would be like Hornswoggle. We'd be like two Hornswoggle. Yeah, that's what I'm getting near us. Hilton! You wouldn't be able to get near us. We've got the low centre of gravity. You know, we're so small. You, you'd be swinging and it'd be going over our heads. i would be nightmare. We could like jump on you and like get our legs around your neck and like. Oh, you like that when you're so flipping. No, don't, no, don't, no. no. <laughs> purple Aki here in the chat. Look at that. <laughs> oh, Let me squeeze bloke. your muscles, fella. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd say Sace. Say I'd say Sace. Uh, yeah. uh, who would you have? Yeah. Sace and Marcel. Yeah, they're maybe Connor Cody. What? What? He's Scouse, isn't he? He's not Sister Ellen's. He's Scouse as I am. Yeah, good point. Yeah, fair point. I think I'd lean towards Marcel out of them too. I think Sace would find it too yeah. funny. I, might, I reckon I reckon Jimenez has seen some stuff in his time as well, growing up in Mexico. Mm. <laughs> Probably. Could just like, and, and, and Marcel's just a, he's got he's got a lovely smile, but you know that he'd he'd, he'd kick his own granny, wouldn't he, if he needed to? <laughs> so for me, it's uh, no, I don't reckon he would. You know, I reckon he's like a big family man. I reckon he's like a big family man. If you mess with his family, like that's it, you you're gone. Dom Toretto. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and he drives. He drives really fast cars off cliffs and yeah. like flies planes and stuff. Is this a thought that you've just been thinking about all season? He's just going uh, to you know. I'd love to see Marcel on Fast and Furious. That'd be class. What is this guy on about today? <laughs> well, what... <laughs> honestly, oh no. Okay, never mind. I'd love to see right, on, I never thought that. I thought. He, I thought. I think he'd be good on Fast and Furious. But... I think Jose Sar might be pretty handy because he just seems a bit of a madman. Shout, yeah. I, I yeah, look at his tattoos as well. Beard, got fighter across his neck here, just in little. And then Probably. I couldn't read what he's got on his knuckles, but he's got something. Probably love hate. <laughs> yeah. Love and hate. Yeah. Live With scales up. of justice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> We've got, we got a question on Instagram now from Ad Sidaway, a friend of the pod. Um, after the first 40 minutes against Everton, do you think 3 4 3? Can work under large. I think it works. I think it works anyway. Yeah, I, I, yeah. As, long as, the, as long as the ball back him, I, I think he's made he's made it work and look you know excitable for fans as well. 
as as Nuno did, we saw it, you know, although Nuno it was very negative and defensive at times, we still saw it, it, it can work. So I think, you know, you just need the players, you just need the mentality that you can attack and go at teams and it's absolutely fine. Mm. No, I, I'm sure they're waiting until next season to change formation. I yeah, well, I wouldn't do it next season. This season. Yeah. No. There's no need to change loads this season, I don't think. But I've, I've, with 4-4-2 though, who, which centre-half do you play alongside a new centre-half? Hmm. You'd say Bolly, wouldn't you? Bolly or Kilmer, but... I genuinely would. Mm. If if you can get a, like a very very good centre half to play alongside Cody, I think you can put him in there. I wouldn't. I reckon he'll play back four at the end of December. You know, no, I, I reckon he'll know. play Cody and Kilman as a, in the back four at the end of December. Yeah, it was interesting to see um, at the it's open awesome. training session that was a back five versus a back four, and I'm trying to remember it was Bolly and someone playing the back two. And then the four, and it was silver and Pedence up front. But that was interesting to see. They're obviously practicing it for when the time comes, as yeah. you say, Dave, possibly for the... Did you go yeah, to the Um, Not officially. But I know my way around Molyneux. Oh. His, <laughs> his dad was streaming on Dingle's A, we? No, I snuck in into it. I got into the... Um, it's happened now. They can't get me, can they? In, I got into the president's bit and then like walked down and then... That Luis Nascimento just came and sat next to me. I was like, all right. He came to watch the and... Yeah, but yeah, like, so. you probably need to like explain to people that you haven't broken into Molyneux, that you actually no, have no. like a purpose at Molyneux. All right, all right. Yeah, 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 Simon, yeah. Simon Wilson here, flipping, starting his breaking into Molyneux <laughs> yeah. YouTube account. Video coming soon. I'm just on the roof. Right. Um, but no, yeah, I was already in the building and I, on, at lunch. Well, I took lunch early and had a wander through. I wasn't meant right. to be there, but it's, yeah. What was the open training session like? Was it any good? Yeah, it was good. And I had to leave just before the sort of, well, I was in the sort of training area. So before there was a lot of fun games going on, Zorb balls and whatever. And then Bruno did a Q&A after. And um, it wasn't great, I don't think, for the players, as in they had to keep their distance still for photos and all that. Mm. Um, but it was interesting. It was interesting. It was like quite competitive training as well, because all the kids are cheering when people are scoring. It was it was just fun. Yeah. And everyone dressed up in their Halloween costumes. There was Sky Sports there, Talk Sport there. So it's a big, big deal. Mm. Mm, good. Um, I went. Go I on. went to one of those. Sorry, uh, I think it was when Nuno had just taken over. They did one at Compton. Obviously, didn't mm. have to pay back then. You know, we got photos. I went to that when you met Cav as well. Say again. Mm. That when you met Cav. Yeah, there's a, there's a few few pictures of players there. Pictures, yeah, but the yeah. one was uh, Costa. Costa was still like coming back from injury, and he come out and everyone chased Helder Costa because obviously he was the big mm. thing the year before. It was just before we'd signed Neves, like the week before. Um, and Zyro was unbelievable in that session. They had like little five side mm. games of Mikel Zyro was unbelievable. Good player. Oh, just sh shipped player. him out, didn't they? Uh, I miss Zyro. He had a great start. Fucking miss him. <laughs> yeah. I miss that. No, those first few I'm so no, those first few games he you played unreal. <laughs> he, was unre he was unbelievable. When will I see you like again? <laughs> <laughs> nah, first game he back twice to be fair. Yeah, he's going he was, that failed knee slide. You can do that on FIFA. Who was it that? Who was it that snapped his leg? Oh, MK Don's. MK Don's. Some MK Donny. Yeah, in his career. Don's like Ali. Yeah. Got a picture um, with him at the training as well. Yeah, Cameron Borthwick. I watched, I watched the Liam McAlinden actually a couple of weeks ago. There's oh, a name. Wrexham. Talking of MK Don's, yeah, for Wrexham. He was. He was. Mm. Uh, he was playing for them. I was surprised. Bar me army. Completely forgot. How did he play? 
It was all right. Paul Mullin was the main attraction for me. He's he's he was class. He's just one of the shows. Wait, yeah. I wasn't paying attention, mate. I was too pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I watched the 23s game before at Compton and, and George Ellico we played centre half actually and Macalinda missed a penalty and they ended up losing 1-0 that's a that's, oh a, that's a story for you Macalinda used to be in Silks in Canuck I don't know if, if anyone's listening who lives in Canuck or surrounding areas will know Silks well it's not open anymore bad shit all over club proper sticky floors and he used Tom to just sit in there yeah he used to just sit in there when he was like being selected <laughs> What's he say? I said Tom likes this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it wasn't oh, one of them clubs, right? You'll be able to get in your gimp suit, Tom. You'd have to take that off. I regret ever saying sweaty, man. This is the worst thing I could have possibly said. Well, well, My we reputation say, has gone down the drain. When you did say it, and we were like, you just kept, you just carried on. So, no, it's 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 all in jest. It is. Or is it? Is it? Is it? Uh, I mean. <laughs> Or is it? Pack it in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, got a question here. Van der Beek, Link and Thoughts. Yes, please. And probably not going to happen. Yeah, I mean, I've seen it linked, a, a fairly okay source. But I think it's, it's probably, he wants, he's got a new agent. He's probably just getting his name out there under this new agency, mm. isn't it? So um, I'd take him. But... But then you're forcing Matinho or Neves out the side, and some people like say, "Yeah, yeah, sound," but uh, it'd be a good option, I think. Yeah, but you know, he not played a huge amount of Premier League football recently, so it's one of them, isn't it? Mm. What do you reckon, chaps? It's very Man United are just like Sancho's getting Van der Beek as well now. It's going to become probably a verb, like how it's just. It's not fair on him. He was 40 million when he Donny van der Beek and he was unreal in the Champions League the year before. So, of course, I'd take him. I mean, that's an unbelievable option in midfield. It, I just, especially with, like watching Pogba the other night in the Champions League, why doesn't he at least get a go? I think he came on for 10 minutes again. And I mean, as funny as the memes are, of, like, I saw someone see that one saying he should just start a travel blog or whatever. Simon Wilson. About the great inventions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah, yeah, take him all day. Yeah, I, uh, even Sancho, mate, I saw it was like, he's literally like Cameron Borfield-Jackson this season. Like, yeah, Cameron. He's got the, just the, the same bloke. I remember when we signed Borfield-Jackson, I was like, he's a player, him, you're going to do I well. I was when we signed him, yeah. He was, yes. he was absolutely dog shit. He was good in the um, game against Newcastle. When we Newcastle, beat him, yeah. Say, yeah. Mm. What a day. What a day. Um, <laughs> finally, lads, I'll ask you, I think I'm going to do this at the end of each podcast, just to oh. see how, how we differ. Where do you think we're going to finish this season? Dave's uh, not happy. He's got, to put his, he's got to put his cock on the block now. Ninth. Uh, like ninth. Yeah. Finn? Last time, I think I said 10th to 12th. Nine is my lucky number. I'm going to say 10th, just inside the top half. And then we build. Lee's pair today. My word. Nine is my lucky number, so I'm going to go, so I'm gonna 10. go 10. Sorry, I went nine is my lucky number, but that's what I was meant to say, because Dad didn't want to say the same as Dave, but I'm going to go 10. Tom? Uh, I'm still think be... that going to get 15 league goals. Uh, that was 15. I think more Gibbs is going to get in the England squad. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a bit. I'm going to be a bit cheeky. I'm going to say eighth. 
That's what I mean. 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 That's what I this is. I think if we have a decent, decent January window, we could we could still push for for top seven. Uh, for I think we can get. We're all being conservative, aren't we? I think we, mm. we we know in the back of our minds a couple of good times. Maybe to be honest, there. I've got Matt say sixth. Oh, I might have fourteenth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you no, sad. You no, sad. I, I still reckon. I still reckon about twelfth. Swear. Mm. Really? Yeah, I think I just. It's just the inconsistencies. It all, like I said, that's based on where we where we are now. It boils down to December for me, doesn't it? That's, that's when you play the big time. boys. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, which yeah. we were saying earlier, isn't it? If we have yeah. a good December and you know maybe get a point at Liverpool and like a, a point at City or something and keep the momentum rolling, then then who knows? But I still think like eleven, four, twelve at the minute. I think there's other teams that are going to come good. I think Arsenal are going to still be up there. I think Spurs under Conte are a different beast. I think when Everton sat Benitez, they may get Calvert Lewin back and the Corey back there a good side. So we shall see. We shall see. Leicester. So um, this this season was always really a about consolidating with the lack of business we did. But if we have a strong window in January, who knows? But my concern is we're still going to be like 8th and 9th in Jan and Fosun are going to look at it and think that's enough. Mm. Yeah. They've got a yeah. bat Bruno. Mm. Yeah. Good point. You've got a bat Bruno. I think that's the best place to end it. Gents, it's been an absolute pleasure as usual. David, where can people find you should they wish? Uh, at Dave as a party on Twitter. D-A-V-E-A-Z-O-P-A-R-D-I. Finn? Where can people find you? Finners, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, F-I-N-E-R-R-Z. Thomas, where can people find you should they wish? Uh, Twitter at Tom underscore Parker 12. Um, how about your only fans? That's not up yet. That's not up yet. I've still got to how find it. How much are you flogging that a month now? Oh, God. Well, I started off at about 5.50 but it wasn't selling very well so I might, I might do like, <laughs> a, yeah, might do like a Christmas discount or something at like £2 yeah I might get my dad that because I'm sure he's getting the present <laughs> 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 uh, people oh, can find dude. me M Cooper writes on Twitter and Instagram and Matt Cooper bites on YouTube and also TikTok now I've, I've ventured onto Jeez. there so I've got I haven't got uh, enough hobbies. Um, as always, I'm going to let Dave close the show because he he, he does something <clears> up a lot better than me. He's been doing this for years. So crack on, David. Sign us off. No problem, everyone. Thanks for listening. If you're listening on uh, Apple Podcasts, be sure to leave us a review. If you are watching on YouTube, be sure to hit the like button and subscribe to the channel if you are new. And from us all, until next time, we'll see you all very, very soon. Cheers, guys. <laughs>